Hello and welcome to Living Hope. This is Pastor Staten, and I want to welcome everybody that is joining us today. A shout out to our E family, all of you that are joining us through the internet. I want to remind you every Sunday morning at 11 o'clock, you can join us live at tv.livinghopemd.com. I pray that today's message blesses you and that you enjoy the word as it is shared today. I'm so lost to be found, and I know it's in my mind. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, how that you would show us your glory. The Lord is working in this place. The Lord is moving in this place. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. God, I thank you. God, I thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. I'll show you your own release to move a little uh, move on from this spot can we just push a little more can we just dig a little deeper I feel in my spirit that there's some that are being a little resistant to what God has for them some that are just waiting for that next portion that next part of service but this is that what you have been waiting for. This is the move of the Spirit that you've been waiting on. This is what God has in store for you. If you would just be sensitive enough to be open enough to the moving now. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. God, I pray right now. If you would begin to raise your hands, can we just begin thanking God for what He's done? Thank you, Jesus, for the work, God. Thank you, Jesus, for your spirit. Can we just begin to thank God for what He's done already? I tell you, Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. I'm trying my very best to be sensitive to what I feel, the move, uh, the moving and, and what God wants. And I don't want to quench. I don't want to stop what God's doing right now. But I feel as though there's something more that God has for us. And if you would just remain sensitive you would just remain open and remain hungry for what God has. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Jesus. 
name. If, you, if you're praying, continue to do so. But I would ask, I would ask that you guys, if you would please just find your way back to your seat. But keep the spirit going. remain standing with me for a moment longer. In the name of Jesus. If you have your Bibles, if you have your Bibles, would you turn with me? to the book of Isaiah, chapter number five. Can we just thank God for what he's doing already in the name of Jesus. God, I thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, I know the Lord is getting ready to do a great work in this place. I know the Lord has got something more. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, God, that you would rest upon us. That you would come and move upon us. God, that we are subject to your will right now. God, that we are subject to the moving of your spirit, God. God, pour out, God, more now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Would you receive what the Lord has for you right now? 
Would you receive what the Lord has for you? Would you receive what the Lord is pouring out right now? God right now is working in us and working through us. Would you be sensitive to the working of the Lord right now? Would you begin to speak life into situations right now? Speak life into your own situations right now. Would you begin to speak life, Lord? In the name of Jesus, I'm feeling confirmation in my spirit right now. I'm feeling confirmation in my spirit right now. In the name of Jesus, if you're praying, keep praying. If you're praying, keep praying. Ah, that you are working now, God, in a way that I never could, Lord. And I pray, Lord, that I wouldn't be a hindrance ah, to your spirit, ah, that you would move right now. God, I subject my will to yours in the name of Jesus. I do believe the Lord has given me a word for this church body today. And this is something that I've prayed over and sought the Lord over. And I believe that there is still something left that the Lord wants to do. And if you have your Bibles, Jesus, in the name of Jesus, I'm going to start in Isaiah chapter 5. The scripture says, now will I sing to my well-beloved a song of my beloved touching his vineyard. My well-beloved hath a vineyard in a very fruitful hill. And he fenced it and gathered out the stones thereof and planted it with the choicest of vine and built a tower in the midst of it and also made a winepress therein and he looked that it should bring forth grapes and the scripture says and it brought forth wild grapes verse 3 says and now O inhabitants of Jerusalem and men of Judah judge Judge, I pray you, betwixt me and my vineyard. What could have been do done more to my vineyard that I have not done in it? 
Wherefore, when I looked that it should bring forth grapes, brought it forth wild grapes. In the name of Jesus. And the question in this verse for something I feel that needs to be repeated, the question from the one who worked so hard to ensure that his vineyard would be able to produce from the choicest of vines and produce from the choicest of grapes, but yet wild grapes are what grew. The questions he, the questions he asked is, what more could I have done? So before we go any further, can we just all raise our hands one last time and raise our voices? In the name of Jesus, I pray right now, God, that you have already shown us that you're in this place. God, Lord, that there is a tangible feeling in the spirit right now. God, that you are here working. God, that you are here moving. But God, I believe, Lord, that there is something more to be done. And I pray, God, that I would be subject to your will. God, that I would be a, a, a vessel for your spirit to flow through. God, that it would never be my own will or my pride. But God, that your will would be done. And in your name, God, it would be done. In the name of Jesus, can we just lift our voices and give praise to the one. In the name. In Jesus' name, you may be seated. Now, if you would just allow me a few moments to kind of set the stage of what this scripture is saying and, and kind of set the stage of what, why, where I'm, I'm pulling all of this from today. The, the book of the prophet Isaiah is like a miniature version of the Bible if you were to read it on its own. And by that I mean the first 39 chapters of this book like the 39 books of the Old Testament are filled with judgment upon immoral and idolatrous men. Judah had sinned. Judgment must come, for God cannot allow such blatant sin to go unpunished forever. But the final 27 chapters of this book, like the 27 books in the New Testament, declare a message of hope. That the Messiah is coming and a Savior and a Sovereign to bear a cross and to wear a crown is coming. And what we find here in Isaiah chapter number five, number 5 is the story being told about the disappointing vineyard. And Isaiah being a prophet or, or, or a mouthpiece of the Lord, Isaiah begins to allegorically tell the story of the Lord and his vineyard and all the advantages that it has. See, this vineyard belonged to a loving person. This vineyard was on a fruitful or a fertile hill. This vineyard had an owner who spent time fencing and spent time digging it and clearing out the stones and clearing out the imperfections of the land. And this vineyard was planted with the best stock that
that it could have. The choicest of vines were, uh, were planted. And the scripture says that this vineyard was protected. And with all these things that were done for this vineyard, with all the advantages, it is not surprising that we would expect from all of these advantages, all of the favor that was shown into it, that we would expect this vineyard with the choicest of vines and the fertile hill that it was set upon to bring forth good grapes. Our expectation would be whenever we put the work in in that manner, where we work and till the fields, where we clean out imperfections, what we would see would be good grapes. What else would be expected? What else would be expected when that much favor and that much advantage has been shown to it? But yet the Bible tells us that instead of good grapes... It brought forth wild grapes. <laughs> what are these wild grapes? See, these vines may, may bear beautiful berries, but wild grapes are poisonous. Not merely are these grapes useless, but these wild grapes are completely unprofitable. Wild grapes are offensive. Wild grapes are offensive to the smell. Wild grapes are noxious. Wild grapes are poisonous. And wild grapes mean that the vineyard produced exactly what you would expect it would produce if nothing had been done to it at all. All the love, all the care, all the time, all the attention, all the work, and all the investment had no result at all. It meant nothing at all. See, Isaiah is speaking and writing here to the Israelite people who, who we know from the Bible says that they were cared for. We know from the Bible it says that they were loved. For we know from the Bible that it says they were God's people who are blessed. And they are God's people who are highly favored. But if you would look at the history of the Israelites... You see the Israelites, if you looked at the history throughout the Old Testament, you see that the Israelites had a secular uh, nature to them. See, with, with, uh, if you were to look in and map the timeline, it would run about a thousand years. And, and you could really look at the judges' cycle and expand beyond that. You see that, that God's people, God's people who were favored, God's people who were blessed, God's people, uh, God's people who should be the choicest vines, would then fall into sin. The, and, the, and the history would show, and the cycle of judges would show that God's chosen people would fall into sin, and then God would raise up. God would raise up a man. God would raise up a judge. God would raise up a prophet. God would raise up a man that would lead them out of that sinful state and into the promises of which God had for them. And they would dwell there for a while in the promises of God. But then the cycle would then repeat itself. <clears throat> so what we are finding out is that when wild grapes are produced, when wild grapes are the things that come of this, that it is not the fault of the master of the vineyard. 
It is not the fault of the master of the vineyard who worked the fields, cleared it out, set boundaries round about, put a tower of protection in the middle of it. It is not the, it is not the fault of the man who cleaned and made new that land so these choice grapes would be, would be planted. It was not the fault of that man that wild grapes would grow, that these wild berries, these poisonous things would grow. It was not the fault of that man, the master of the vineyard, but is in fact the fault of the vines. And if we, were looked at, if we were to look at the character of God as the beloved and as the master of the vineyard, we would see that the faithfulness and that the love of the one who cares for us, that he is the one who is faithful to provide in our time of need, that he is the one who is our strong tower that the righteous can run into. He is the one that heals. See, he is the one who sets free, that he is the one who delivers, that he is the one who saves our God. God is the perfect vineyard master. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. That our God is the perfect vineyard master. And I want to draw your attention to the question that I, I, I dwelt on maybe one, or I repeated at the very beginning. That this vineyard master throws out to, to us. He says, you... You judge. You judge betwixt me and my vineyard. What more could I have done? What possibly more could I do? The master has done everything that he possibly can. And the Lord still asks, what more? What more can I do? What more could the Lord do? What more could the Lord do? See, if we were to look at the nature and the character of Christ, we could look, and, we could, and I could list out every single thing that the Scripture tells us about the nature of Christ. And we could go around and maybe share testimonies of God has provided for us. And we could go through and list the names uh, 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 that God has concerning Jehovah. It could Jehovah Jireh, Jeho Jehovah Sabbath, Jehovah. We could go through all of these and really study what the character of Christ. Christ is, but the only thing that it's going to, uh, going to allude to at the end is that God is perfect. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And what I want to talk to you all about today and the thought that's been pressed so hard in my heart and the thought that I've been wrestling with for the past couple days and the thought that I've been praying and weeping over and the thought that I've been conflicted even to go forward with and even before service started, I thought maybe this isn't what I should preach on. Maybe this isn't what I should do. But it is not the fault of the Father for your sinful nature. It is not the fault of the King of what's going on. See, God is giving us every opportunity. And I'm not going to go much longer, but God is opening doors. God is creating opportunities in a service like tonight. God is waiting. God is opening. God is preparing the land. God is digging out. God is clearing out a way, looking for his people, preparing a way, saying, come on, it's time to grow. Come on, it's time to grow. Come on. The Lord is saying right now, the Lord is saying right now that this is the time, this is the place, this is the opportunity. I am here. 
In the name of Jesus, right now, God, I pray, Lord, that you would speak through me. In the name of Jesus, I'm sorry if I'm taking my time. I'm sorry if I'm going to stay on this point a little bit. But I just felt it pressed so hard and confirmed in my spirit before. God is waiting and preparing a way for those of you right now. We had an opportunity. We had a time already where the Lord was moving and the Lord was working. But there was still some who are waiting. Waiting for the Lord to do it. Waiting. See that. What more can I do, the Lord asks. What more can I do? Can I create an atmosphere that's good enough for you? Can I clear out the, the, the vineyard grounds enough for you? Can I do enough? Can I, can I take something from you? Can I do whatever it is? See, God is a gentleman. God is a gentleman. He's doing this and preparing the way for you, but it's not up to him to make sure you're the one that's producing. It's not up to the Lord to make sure that you're the one that isn't bringing wild grapes. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Brother Roberts, I'm off my notes. I'm going to follow the Spirit. Is that all right? All right, in the name of Jesus. See, right now, Right now, and before, I guess, I felt so heavily the Lord working. And as I looked out, and I'm not saying that I, that I have any crazy spiritual gifts. I'm not saying that I had a, an, an opening of my eyes and saw angels and demons. It's not anything like that. But I felt so heavily in my spirit that there were some who were hungry and searching for what God has prepared. But then there were some who were holding back and waiting for the Lord to come to them. There was some that were like, this is, this is neat, this is good for y'all, but I'm okay right now. But that's not what I'm okay with. See, the Lord wants me to tell you that this is the time, this is the place. This is now. The Lord is moving now. The Lord is ready to set free now. The Lord is ready to redeem right now. The Lord is ready to save right now. The Lord is ready to heal right now. This is the atmosphere. This is the place where the Lord's ready to work. This is the time where the Lord's ready to work. But are you ready to seek? Are you ready to come after? Are you hungry enough? I pray right now that God would move in this place. I pray right now that a hunger and a burden would awaken in some people. I pray right now. That God has been calling, God has been pulling, God has been waiting for you to come, but you've been pulling back. And I'm telling you that that is no longer the case. This is that time. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, God, I pray right now. I feel, I tell you, I'm I'm not even going to go back to my notes or what I had, but I know that the Lord is ready to do a work right now. If you would just step out in faith, if you would just step out in faith right now, if you would just allow the Lord to work in some situations, if you have pain, if you have heartbreak, if you have a need, this is the place. This is the time. Thank you. 
see the Lord has prepared a way. He's been preparing a way since this morning. He's been preparing a way this week. He's been preparing a way for this moment right now. He's been preparing a way for this moment right now where you can step into an altar, where you can throw up your hands, where you can call out to the name that saves, the great name of Jesus. I pray right now. Sometimes it is easy to start on your destination without knowing the exact path that it takes to get there. To get to our destination, we need to follow the one who knows our predestined path. Be sure to subscribe and watch us every Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Also, visit us at www.livinghopemd.com. So I'm going to wait on you, Jesus. I'm going to wait on you.